Hello there. Good morning. I know it's been a while and this is probably an unexpected surprise. It is for me as well. I actually just checked back and I realized something. You know, this chapter is going to continue and I realized that most of my listeners are still on this podcast. So I decided to just return and, you know, share a few things because a lot of things have been happening over the last two months ever since this quarantine. Um, I'm excited to share with you. Let's get a quick word in from our sponsors and I will return shortly. Talk to you guys soon. Welcome back. Now, as I just said, this chapter is going to continue and, um, you know, I'll share with you guys one of the reasons why I decided to um, basically, as I mentioned in the previous episode, end this chapter and start anew, start fresh is because it's like I kind of felt as if, you know, um, this chapter in my life was, you know, um, manifesting negativity or what have you. But I realized um, as time passed uh, during these last few months that this chapter is going to continue. And there are people out there, a few of us out there that you know, do need that reassurance and um, there are different stages of, you know, going through this. So um, this is why I decided that it was time for me to make my return and, um, you know, continue talking about what I'm going through. Um, It was quiet for a bit and that's probably another reason why I felt that it was uh, best for me to you know, I, I felt like I ran out of things to talk about. And of course, it's going to continue on. Um, but another thing, too, is, you know, being that my boy's dad got out of jail and um, I figured, okay, if we're going to have a civil, you know, um, co parenting relationship, it probably wouldn't be such a good idea, um, especially if I wanted to share um, my podcast. So there was a lot of reasons and I, you know, I don't want to kind of (laughs) explain all of them because it could go, it could make me out to, uh, you know, there I go again, trying to find validation. So I'm going to quit that. As you guys can see, I haven't really been in the best, you know, um, spiritual shape. um, And I haven't really been, you know, excuse me, I haven't really been so great as far as like, mentally because I will say the move has taken a toll on me and this whole quarantine thing has taken a toll on me and I hope you guys are all sitting down because this is going to be a long episode Um, and there's going to be a lot of things that I'm going to share with you guys because a lot has happened and I know that I've been absent even on my other podcast now I thrive I recorded one episode um, over the last like two months And, um, you know, I'm still uncertain of whether or not or, you know, how I'm going to go ahead and proceed with that podcast. And, um, you know, I wanted to share certain things with you guys, but I felt that Still I Rise would be the most appropriate place to, you know, provide you guys with all that as, you know, there's a lot to share that pertains to 
you know, the topics that we share here on Still I Rise. So, you know, I am excited that I'm going to be back with Still I Rise and um, I'm going to be sharing a lot more thoughts and everything with you guys because here we go again. <laughs> it's this roller coaster ride again. Um, so we're going to go backwards a little bit. And here we are. We are, you know, basically where I left you guys was when I was moving. And uh, well, the move and the transition went fairly smooth. Um, I was blessed enough to have my mom, yes, and my stepdad, yes, to, you know, assist me and the boys. Actually, they did more than assist. They were very helpful, um, you know, over that weekend. It was the five of us, meaning my stepdad, my mom, myself, and my two boys. We were breaking down furniture. Well, I actually broke, broke down quite a few of the things beforehand. And, um, you know, we were moving everything into the moving truck and, you know, all the heavy things. It was just the five of us. It was incredible. But um, it, was an incre it was not an incredible feeling after I had to, you know, recuperate from that body ache. I mean, I had a fabulous workout, but I was exhausted and I knew I couldn't stop because it was over the weekend and then that following Monday I had to work and then I had to take the kids to school. So it was just a boom, 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 boom. I had to make sure that everything was done and tip top shape. And um, it was hard because my, you know, my um, stepdad and my mom did sleep over, but they had to get up at six o'clock in the morning. And so I was left here to assemble everything. And I was so grateful for their help because I, you know, I, I would not have been able to do that without them. I mean, I was looking at movers and it was just expensive there was no way I was going to be able to afford that and you know I mean I could understand spending that amount of money if I was moving into a house but I was moving from one apartment to another which is literally down the street it's one stoplight away so it's insane um, <clears throat> but you know prior to my stepdad and my mom helping I was moving boxes by myself the boys were helping me and it was just but I'm glad we got it done. But I will say this, you know, the next morning after my stepdad and my mom left, it was so bad. I felt like a little girl and I low-key wanted to ask them, could you guys like stay a little bit longer and come back and help or something? Because I was like, how am I going to be able? I was so overwhelmed. I was like, how am I going to be able to assemble all of these beds by myself and move furniture around and empty? I was so so overwhelmed and I wanted to cry but you know the next morning you know luckily my boys are just so amazing when it came to helping it's like they helped me put the beds together we got it done within like maybe two hours like all three beds and it was great and then after that we had to go to you know run some errands and then we went back to the old apartment and did some cleaning and you know I was happy because I was finally done with everything. And so, um, after all of that, I felt like I was um, finally not so much settled, but I had everything done with the other apartment. And, you know, I was like, I remember, you know, prior to all of this going down, I remember praying to God and talking to the universe, saying, just give me 
you know, until like, don't let him get out until after I've moved because I cannot deal with this. Like I cannot deal with him getting out and then this move, it's just too much. And so two weeks after my move in date, that's when I was told that he was going to be coming out. So I guess, you know, I mean, even though I wasn't too thrilled about it, I was like, okay, well, I did ask for some time and they said, all right, you got two weeks. I'm like, all right, you know what? Okay, cool. So during this time, you know, it's like I was trying to put together the apartment and then there was a lot of things going on. Um, Some of the planks on my floor were lifting, so it was a little bit irritating and I felt like they were supposed to fix it prior to me putting things on there but then all of a sudden like a week after this is when the COVID hit Um, the COVID quarantine started to you know they're like well we can't really do that order because it's not really considered essential this this and that so I was like okay that's fine as long as you guys won't forget and hopefully they don't forget because I've been here already for like over a month so that was a pain in the butt But then it's like I started putting everything together and you guys know how particular I am about my living space. You guys know how much I take pride, you know, how I, how much pride I took in my previous apartment. I finally got it the way I wanted it. And so it's like, I kind of went through a bit of depression because I was like, this does not feel like home to me. And it took a while for me. Actually, it's just recently. As a matter of fact, yesterday was the first time that I actually put my room together and I'm actually happy with it, you know? And so, yeah, but going back, I'm sorry, I'm all over the place. We, you know, received word that this was actually mid March that their father finally got out and my mom actually took him picked him up and he was happy because he was able to talk to the boys and he was excited to see the boys and so um you know I made a promise to myself that you know because I saw how much my boys missed him now I know a lot of you guys you guys are going to be like after I tell you guys what happened your head's going to be spinning and you're going to be like what in the hell just happened because Believe me, I was asking myself what in the hell just happened and, you know, I had a lot of friends and, you know, colleagues like, what the hell? So, you know, it was hard because my oldest was really missing him and, you know, as a parent, it is very hard to see your kids, you know, go through these, these notions. And so I had to do what I had to do. And, um, you know, for the most part, when we visited him in jail, he seemed to be okay for that moment, you know, and, um, we, we hoped that when he got out that he was going to go ahead and, and be, you know, be good. Well, you know, um, not saying that anything has happened or anything yet, but yeah, there were, um, there was two weekends that they came to visit and they meaning my stepdad and my ex you know that right there before you guys start (laughs) having your head spin the only reason why I was comfortable with that is because there was supervision there my stepdad and my mom were there I mean even if I was there I still would not feel comfortable um so I was actually 
feeling more safe because my stepdad and my mom were there and I know that they're not going to allow anything to happen. So I said, okay, um, you know, they came over and, um, you know, based off of everything, you know, that was a big step for me because I had to put my guard down, you know, just so my kids could see their dad. And I understand how important it is to them. And that's why I allowed it. And, you know, for the most part, my ex wasn't showing any type of signs of, you know, um, anything that we had to worry about. So the first visit, which was on a Saturday, they came over for lunch and they got to spend like, you know, a few hours over here. You know, um, we had, we all had dinner together and, um, you know, I had a talk with my ex and I told him that there was no way we were going to be able to get back together because I just did not like where I was at when I was with him. And I'm, you know, I'm actually on a whole different path. You know, even after talking to him and, you know, like really observing how he was, I realized that we are two different people now. Um, you know, this is how I kind of felt, you know, I, I felt to the reassurance that I did grow as a person because I no longer, you know, um, was on the same page with him. I've noticed that there was a lot of things that he has not changed on. The mindset is still the same. And um, it's just, it's kind of scary uh, for him because I don't think that he's going to change as far as like, um, you know, even if he was straight, it was when I say straight, you know, going down the right path. Um, I don't think that the mentality that he has will, you know, really vibe with me. Because I, I see things in a whole different perspective now, and um, that's why I don't think that me and him would be a good match. And, um, you know, the thing that's really important out of this entire separation is I was able to find myself, you know. And that's what I tell people. I was able to find myself, and I was able to make a determined a determination of what my likes and dislikes are as in mine not what my spouse is or you know nobody else is really controlling what that is it's me it's me in the driver's seat and that's not being controlling it's you basically living your life how you want to because you are entitled to it's hard and I realize for myself maybe there's others out there that are you know and I I really commend them those that are married that are able to you know, um, be with somebody and compromise, you know, but for me, I find that it's hard, uh, you know, to go back to that. I, I'm not sure, you know, I'm afraid to be, um, to be tied down again. I'm afraid, you know, to have any type of control or have anybody control me like that. It's just, it's scary for me. You know, um, and that doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, with my ex. That could be with anybody. I'm just afraid. So with that, you know, um, the most important thing when it came to him visiting my kids was the kids were happy. They were so ecstatic to see their dad. And that made me happy. And so that's why I allowed it. And then the second visit, you know, he offered to change my brakes, which was fine. 
and um, you know but of course I made it very clear that me and him were not gonna have a chance you know and I made my stepdad and my mom very clear of that I was like no absolutely not just leave it as is do not say well there's hope there's nope 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 so He offered to fix my brakes. He fixed my brakes. And during this time, I was out and about with my mom. And I was like, you know, just kind of getting things, you know. Mind you, you know, it's like this is already when when the um, pandemic started and the quarantine started. So it's like, you know, it's like we had to do a lot of stocking and things like that. Every day, it's like the Hunger Games where you got to go out and stock up for yourself and your family and things like that. So you can limit your time going out. So feels like you're going on an expedition every single time you go to the store is there anything you need so anyways um you know these days when you're gonna spend quality time with your loved ones you find yourself actually going to the supermarket so it's it's fun times so anyways after he fixed the brakes we got back kind of late i made dinner and um we were you know we were just enjoying each other's company as in my mom and my stepdad and I were you know kind of just talking and then he was enjoying his company with the kids and then my stepdad said I'm actually tired is it okay if we crash here well you know I mean everything seemed to be okay so I said yeah that's fine you know I I prepared the sofa bed for my mom and stepdad and then my 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 um mom you know, kind of looked at me and I said, yeah, that's fine. So I, I went up to, you know, my ex and I said, okay, well go ahead and sleep with your sons. And of course I, you know, I took the extra precautions just in case, which I doubt, you know, because I know that, you know, with my mom, he's not going to try anything. (laughs) Huh? Um, anyways, you know, it was just weird because, um, as I saw him here the next morning, I I got flashbacks, and they were not good flashbacks, but, you know, I I just kind of sucked it up, and, you know, for my children and everything, and then after that, he had to leave, and the boys were very sad about it, so, you know, with the boys being in quarantine, you know, I know that they were going nuts, and um, actually, there were many episodes where my son, my son had, I'm sorry, my son had many episodes where he would break down because he missed his dad, and it was hard. I had to give him that chance, and, uh, you know, I actually allowed him to, allow the boys to stay with my mom for a week, and um, so we were preparing for that. The boys were excited for that, and I was not excited because I was going to miss them dearly because, you know, they are my companions they are my best friends they are my babies they're everything to me and so I wasn't ready to you know be here alone well anyways um, we were driving and as I was uh, driving over there I get a call from my mom and my ex and they're letting me know that my stepdad actually had a seizure and he was in the hospital so I asked them do you guys still want me to bring the kids they said yes you know I'm just like I asked them, I said, well, let me know what you guys need for me to make this whole thing easy for you guys because I want to be able to help you guys. So they said, just go ahead and bring the kids. Well, you know, um, the boys had actually loaned their dad their iPad 
so he could FaceTime them. Well, when I got to my mom's house, something was telling me to check the iPad, and I did. And sure enough, you know, it's like, look, I want to make this absolutely clear. You guys know this already. Um, as far as who my ex talks to, as long as they're not affiliated with, you know, his previous life, I'm okay with it. But if he's hanging around bad influences again, and if he's talking to that woman again, then that was, that was the deal. No, you know, it's like, well, as soon as I opened that up and went into his messenger, there was some text messages there. And I was like, my mind was blown and I was upset because I'm like, why in the hell, you know? And my kids actually, when we opened up the iPad, they saw everything. So it's like, they were devastated. And, um, my ex was still in the hospital with my mom, but I'll be honest, I kind of did not excuse my language, give a shit. So me and him had some words on the phone. Um, I will spare the profanity, spare you guys the profanity and just say that it wasn't pretty. And I was so livid to the point where I was about to take my kids back home. It was 10 o'clock at night and I was willing to drive two hours home. But I looked at my kids and I said, do you guys want to go? Because I have to be fair with, fair with them. And they said, no. They still wanted to spend time with their dad. I said, okay, possibly because they know that there's a possibility that, you know, their dad may not change or whatever the case may be. So it's like I went off and I was talking to their dad about it. And then it was just like, of course, his, their dad was trying to deny everything. And you already know how a narcissist works. You know, it was just and then um, later on, I caught him, you know, trying to delete the, um, you know, delete the password or whatever the case may be. So I said, give me that, you know, and basically the iPad was taken from him. But I know he was still using, you know, when the boys were there, he was using their phones and things like that. So it's like he's still talking to that woman. And, you know, I that was on a Thursday that I dropped the boys off. And then I woke up at five in the morning so I could drive back, you know, here to Riverside County and, you know, find myself at work. Well, you know, on the way back, I I was. A mess you know and when I came back to my apartment I you know I was picturing my kids and how they were you know with all their bags packed up very excited to see their dad and just hoping for the best and I just I was upset and I I was thinking to myself dude you you know what I mean you don't understand and you don't see how much these kids like truly adore you and you're 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 just throwing it away so it was just it was so just I, I wanted to you know I mean if I could slap the shit out of him I totally would but I was so upset for my kids you know I told him it doesn't matter who the I said if you're gonna be with somebody be with somebody that's going to help you you know exceed in life not somebody that's gonna bring you down and you know it's just it's so disappointing so eventually I did get over it and um, when I returned home, it was just, it was hard. You know, so come to find out, you know, with this COVID-19, 
his little brother ended up with the COVID-19. As in, my ex's little brother. He was only 32 years old. He was married for five years, and he had a two-year-old son. And, um, you know, his little brother was just full of life, always laughing, made the best of everything. And then, actually, a week after, we learned that he had passed. So that was a game changer for everything. You know, um, I felt very bad for the family because that's just a horrible way to go. So now, you know, it's like it, these days are just crazy. The funeral was actually only limited people were able to go and they were streaming the funeral live on Facebook. And it was just sad. So um, later on, actually, well, not later on, but when I went to go pick up my kids, I had to drop him off. Um, I was supposed to drop him off, but he asked me to take him somewhere else so he could get a car. And, you know, I heard from many people, why did you do that? Now he is no longer, you know, going to be on track. And you basically handed him tools to, like, mess up. And I said, you know what, he's not my prisoner. He's not, I'm not here to babysit him. Whatever he does is going to be up to him. And, you know, um, one thing I, the way I explained it to my kids is, you know, if you have $100 that's, like, left on the table, you know, there's that power of free will, and people have the right to make that decision. And if your dad chooses to make the wrong decision, then that's going to be on him. That's not going to be, you know, on us. And that's that's what we're looking for. We're waiting for your dad to, to make the right decisions. We can't, you know... So, I guess, you know, even as I talk about it now, it's, it's hard because you go through these, you know, these emotions where you're like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have done that. You start questioning things that you did. But, you know, one thing I had actually told my stepdad, because they were trying to push me to give him another chance. I said, I'm not taking this guilt anymore. And I, you know, I absolutely cannot be with him. And you guys need to respect that. I get it. It's for the kids. But, you know, it's like that's not good for the kids. I've gone through this over and over, you know, um, countless times. And I've told, you know, I've expressed this to you guys in the previous episodes throughout the Still I Rise, you know, um, beginning till now. I cannot. So, you know, it's like that's just not the path for me. I don't see myself being there, and I cannot do it. So I told my stepdad, I'm not taking this guilt. If he does anything to himself, that's not on me. That's on him. You know, and it's like I cannot prevent somebody from messing up their life because it's going to affect my, well, you know, can you imagine? It's like me saying, hey, well, I don't want you to mess up your life, so I'm going to mess up mine and the kids because the kids need to see you. It makes absolutely no sense. And I understand they mean well. However, I don't think that that's actually the best thing to do. You know, I know that in my heart, I know that in my soul that that's not the best thing to do, and I'm not doing that, and I'm sticking to my guns. There's nothing, I mean, there's nothing that anybody can say or do to make me change my mind. That's an absolute no. So I just want you guys to know that, you know, I've been put in that position where, you know, it's like I've, I've had to face him 
face to face once again and you know things are you know a little bit different now but I'm still saying no I cannot go back to that life you know I enjoy my life too much to where it's like I have my own little place I'm happy you know um, I'm happy with it just being me and the kids and rediscovering myself I'm happy I'm not 100% happy but I don't feel that I'm missing anything at this point in my life I feel like I'm getting somewhere Although right now I do feel because of this whole COVID-19 and this quarantine and things like that, it's mixed emotions. I feel that time has stopped to give me a chance to do things that I need to, Um, you know, just little projects that I've always wanted to do. And, you know, I mean, I've been cooking a whole lot more. Uh, I've actually always wanted to try painting and as crazy as it sounds other than you know elementary school painting I've been given a chance to to paint and I had a few paintings that I've done I painted on my um, flower pots and or my plant pots and everything and I'm happy of the turnout I'm pleased with it Um, you know I've been able to unleash some of my creativity I've been able to spend a lot more time with my boys I love it you know, that's the, that's the upside of the, um, the quarantine. However, everything else has been put on hold, you know, and it's not just a certain area. It's not just us individually that have to be put on hold. It's the entire world. It's insane. You know, it's just crazy what type of world we live in. And there's still a lot of other things that I would like to do because, like, you know, this is going to be written in history books. And I do want to be able to keep like maybe a journal and we'll just see how that everything is. But, you know, it's been tough having to kind of go through all of this. And, you know, having this, you know, um, actually after um, going back after I dropped him off um, to go get a car, you know, he did go to his um, brother's funeral and, um, you know, things were kind of hot and cold with his family. So some of them forgave him, the others not so much. And I know it was tough on him. And I do feel for him in certain aspects. But at the same time, it's like he did that to himself. And then um, I guess he came back to my mom's house. And my stepdad wasn't as welcoming as he was um, during the time. And, you know, he ended up leaving. And him and my mom had a cry. And, you know, he had said that. You know, he misses his family so much, but his family doesn't want him like that right now. And it's like, okay, well, you know, that's the thing. I feel bad for that, but I'm not going to, I'm not biting that bait. I don't feel that that's the best thing to do. I do not. Um, You know, I honestly feel that, or I wish for him to be able to rebuild his life and we can co-parent as you know, as we should. I mean, he was telling my mom that it's hard to start over. Well, hell, you're preaching to the choir, brother. <laughs> you know, I, as you guys know, my journey from, from the beginning of this this time, you know, it wasn't easy to start out. Yes, I had a job, but 
you know, those were choices that I made. I didn't screw up and lose my job. So, I mean, it's going to be harder for him, but if he really does want, you know, to, to rebuild his life, then he can. Anybody that really wants to will. You know, there were other things that went on, but honestly, I, I don't want to bring too much of it on or up because I don't want to start my day off remembering these, you know, these um, upsetting memories. You know, but um, these past few weeks have been crazy. You know, we lost, um, the boys lost their uncle to COVID-19. So for those out there that think that this is a hoax, and it can't happen to them. I mean, this literally happened and it hit very close to home for me and my family. And it's, um, it's very, it's very sad. You know, even though I wasn't too, too close to my former brother-in-law, my heart hurts for the family. My heart hurts for their mother and the rest of the siblings. And, you know, believe it or not, even my ex, I, I, I really sympathize for him because I can only imagine what it's like to lose a sibling. And they did lose their father about four years ago or six years ago. And it's just, it's sad. And um, it's a lot to take in. So I've been, um, on my end, I've been trying to stay on the up and up. You know, because right now the boys are kind of scared. They're, um, you know, their dad actually left my, he went back to my mom's and he left again and he found a place to stay and hopefully everything works out for him. I pray that everything works out for him and he's still going to be around his kids, not around, but in contact with his kids and he'll do what it takes to, you know, um, to see them and clean up his life. So, you know, um, I've encouraged the boys to FaceTime him every day so he has that motivation. And I know you guys are thinking again, you know, but I do believe that my boys deserve to make that the determination on their own. And, you know, when me and him got into it because I found what he was, you know, all the text messages he was sending that woman, I told him, you know, the messed up thing about this the reason why your children wanted to see you in jail is because they knew that that was a short window of time that there's a possibility that they could see their dad clean. I said, that's how messed up this whole thing is. You know, he cried. But, you know, I, I'm not sure what to think. I do hope for the best. You know, I mean, there's just a lot of things, narcissistic behaviors and stuff like that. I mean, when he went to his family's, because I went to go visit afterwards, he was no longer there. But he was telling his brothers that the reason why things went haywire, blaming me because I had an affair and, you know, whatnot. It's like, okay, you're still not taking accountability for the things that you've done. You know, I don't want to, I don't need to explain myself because I have many times and, you know, for whoever wants to believe what happened, they can. And for those that don't want to believe it, it's up to them. I'm done explaining myself and I'm done, you know, trying to prove anything. I have nothing to prove and that's that. So, 
you know, this is where I'm at right now. My friends, it's insane. I hope you guys are all hanging in there. It gets better. It's going to get better. Even though I have no idea where, what direction to go to, it, it's going to get better. Um, this afternoon, I actually do have a Ricky um, healing session because I feel that I do need it. Um, you know, I feel one of the reasons why I am choosing the Reiki healing is because, you know, when I do therapy, I feel like I'm just venting and I'm done with that. I'm past the point where I don't want to vent anymore. And I'm not saying that therapy is not effective for, you know, in general, but for me, I think it's time for me to go more on the spiritual side and, you know, find my higher self as I've always been doing for the last, you know, some, I've been trying to do for the past few months. I felt like I got off track with that because of everything that's been happening. And now it's time for me to just bring that back. And I'm ready for that. You know, I'm... I'm just ready. I can't say that I'm excited. I'm just ready for the next step. You know, I'm doing what I can, living day by day, every, every day. Um, you know, ever since my former brother-in-law ended up with the COVID-19, I've been very careful and vigilant about, you know, being outside and, you know, being around people. And so, um, you know, I'm in a sense just kind of surrendering myself to what's up, what's next, you know, um, like yesterday, it's like after work, I do have the kids and everything. And, um, you know, I said, okay, it's time for me to fix my room because my room has been a complete mess. Um, I would have it kind of organized, but then it's not exactly how I, I wanted it. So I ended up doing it and I'm happy, you know, I'm very, very happy with how, you know, the turnout of it is. Um, I ended up putting little lights. I'll actually um, post some stuff on my Instagram so you guys can see how everything's coming along. Um, but, you know, things will get better. And I will return after my next episode. I will share with you guys how the Reiki healing session went. Or Reiki, Reiki healing session went. And um, if I have any more insights for you guys, I will be sure to share them but it feels good to be back on still i rise and i hope that you guys are having you know a fabulous weekend the beginning of it and for those of you guys that have continued to follow and listen and i thank you you know um i actually checked in and i noticed that there's still listens going on i noticed that there are people that are still listening so thank you guys so much and for those that have recommended this podcast to those that are going to similar situations, again, thank you. You know, you guys are the reasons why I continue to record. And when I saw that there were more people that are listening, I said, you know what? I can't stop this now. I need to continue to do what I do. So with that being said, that's all I have for you guys today. I'm going to let you guys get back to your day. Please just take everything you know, um, just make every day count with your loved ones. For those that you have around them, embrace them. When you wake up in the morning, like I've said before, 
think, be grateful and thank God or the universe for all of the blessings that you have. You know, throughout this COVID-19 um, quarantine, it really enabled me to see what matters the most. And that's my kids, a roof over our head, having food on the table, all of the other excess fluff. That stuff doesn't, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. You know, and if you're able to help somebody out, do so. But um, I will return with, I will return <laughs> again with more episodes, you guys. Again, I'm very happy to be back. And, um, well, until then, take care of yourself. Be kind to yourself. Stay strong. Stay safe. Stay at home. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks.